electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Friday morning and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Sarah Eisen here with Jim Cramer today, live from Post 9 at the New York Stock Exchange. Carl and David have the morning off. Take a look at futures. Looks like we're going to build on some gains that we're having for the week. First up week in the last four, up 211 on Dow Futures, S&P up 27. Our roadmap for the hour starts with the markets trying for their first winning week of the month of June in what's already been a rough first half of the year. Plus, we're tracking oil prices a day after the energy secretary met with the oil industry, which executives are saying sent a, quote, positive signal. And FedEx shares moving higher. The shippers seeing declining volumes. But the new CEO, Raj Subramanian, says they don't see a deep recession ahead. We'll begin with the markets, with stocks poised to snap a three-week losing streak, Jim. You mentioned the decline in commodities prices. Yeah, no one's it's, even talking it's about oil, it. It's oil, it's wheat, it's copper. Oh, corn, it's aluminum, it's soy. And I would add to that the decline we've seen in treasury yields on top of well, that. From 349 same. all the way down to almost 3% on the 10-year. Okay, so this is very important. We have seen a move in everything from, say, a Coinbase uh, to a Roblox to, to even things like, you know, we've had... DocuSign has started to come out. And these are all off the three-year. It's the three-year and the two-year. Everyone talks about the 10-year. People have to stop. They have to start focusing on things that really compete with, with stocks. So what I see is an incredibly positive scenario that almost indicates to me that there may be some sort of truce talk that we don't know about. Uh, actually, we do know, actually, we do know about. I don't know. We're working People hard are, on this. What are you seeing? Yes, yeah, it's possible. Really? Because a lot of people yeah. think it could just be that the market is starting to process in recession. Well, I think the market is trying to process in a truce. And, that would be uh, good news. Yeah. Well, no. Yes and no. I mean, it's, a, it's good news if you, if you think that it's okay that, that Zelensky has to give up uh, the East in return for recognition by the EU and perhaps even, although I doubt, NATO. No one's talking about the truce. No one's talking about the commodity decline other than you, which, by the way, is, is it, 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 astonishing. And it's not nat gas, but say not, not, it's everything. We ought to put up, we ought to put up corn and wheat. And look at, look at Agco, look at deer. This is a remarkable decline that if we were advancing as much, Sarah, we would all be frightened to death. Instead, Jay's, Jay Powell is winning. He's not winning on wage inflation yet. But that's next. Not yet, although in the FedEx earnings call yesterday, there was a mention that while wage rates, I think the exact line, are higher than they were last year, they are moderating. FedEx was a big clue on the economy and on earnings. If everyone's expecting earnings to fall here and and we haven't seen the estimates go down, I don't know, FedEx, the guidance was better than expected. We are starting to de-risk. We're de-risking the software companies. I spent a lot of time with uh, Brett Taylor and Mark Benioff yesterday. And of course, you know, co-CEOs of, of, uh, of Salesforce. Very bullish. Now, one of the things that's happening that I think is just shocking. Uh, you're from Cincinnati. I am. I knew that. Proudly. I knew that. It's like I even know the, 
the coordinates because of uh, Kroger's thing. But people are moving. There are companies taking advantage of this work from home, going to Ohio, Atlanta. That's going to bring down the cost of engineers because they're taking them in places where there's no job hop. This is an anti-job hop moment. So, Sarah, we can sit here and just woe is me about inflation, or we can recognize the total collapse of oil, the amazing decline in like disinflationary. Yeah, so, I mean... And also what I think is important about it is that the market has ignored this week the very hawkish Fed talk. We had Michelle Bowman this week, a governor, never talks endorsing a 75 basis point hike next, well, next time. We had Waller endorsing 75. That's hawkish because well, that's Powell it. said we might go 50, we might go 75. And the market appears to be ignoring that and saying, okay, what we're seeing in the commodity markets, in the bond market, in the dollar, which has started weakening. You see, the dollar the weakening. Way. Come on, the dollar was amazing. Where's the dollar versus the yen? When the yen was, I mean, we all should have gone to, to where my father was stationed, Kyoto. They were apparently giving, giving the stuff away for the dollar. Now, another thing that we have to be very appreciative of, look at the autos. They've been crushed because of semis and because of raw costs. Well, the semi-market has definitely loosened. The raw costs have come down big. The demand is still there because of work from home, needing cars. Sarah, I don't want to paint too positive a picture because we don't have wage inflation totally under control. But these people are calling for three quarters. What data are they looking at? What data? The last inflation report. Well, I mean, they want to be data dependent. They ought to look at the futures markets. The oil collapse is stunning. I mean, I'm looking at the stocks and thinking for my travel trust, you know, do you go in and buy some of these? They they seem to have no floor, even though some of them are are yielding 9, 10, 11, 12. And with rates going down, they should be attractive. But I'm seeing, as you are seeing, something that no one's talking about. The disintegration of the commodities market, just when these Fed people are talking three quarters. Now, if I We've been fooled before, though, on peak inflation. That's the caveat. What is this, like the who? Uh, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm not saying so much fooled as if we get this truce, the hidden talks, apparently a 30-page document being oh, worked on. Tell us more. Well, I mean, one of the things that's happened is Zelensky has spent so much time with Western leaders that he's no longer like Dudyov. Now, Dudyov was killed uh, with a missile, the head of the, uh, the, head of the uh, rebellion in Chechnya in 96. Uh, the Russians thought they could kill him and the West wouldn't care, and the West didn't. I sense that the West has so coalesced with Zelensky that it's very hard for, for Putin to do what he would like to do, which is to kill Zelensky. Uh, so maybe he has to settle for something. This is happening in real time. Energy stocks are the worst performers of the week, down 3%. Oh, wouldn't you think that energy should come down if you thought that there was going to be a creative deal? among? We just don't want a Munich 38 where the British and French sold out, sold out the checks. We want the, we want the British and French, we, and particularly the Germans, united to save Ukraine. But this talk of a deal is also eluded people. Everything's eluding people except for you and me. Yeah, so let's talk earnings because that's the other big question, I think, I for, like for the markets. How about the, way the, how about the way that the housing stocks held up? Impressive. 9% rallies across the board. What did you think of that? Everyone said that, listen, when that There's a lot of bad news priced in there. You're not supposed to buy those stocks when you're about to have your third big rate increase. It fooled everyone. Let's watch Darden today. Six price target cuts. If that stock goes down, then maybe we should be more worried. Now, there's going to be plenty of You think the the cuts are wrong? I, I don't dispute the market. 
I don't dispute The outlook was a little shaky. The, the comps were good. Longhorn Steakhouse. Killing it. Do you like it? I haven't been in a very Wait, long time. I like, I'm an Olive Garden over steak kind of guy. I like the bottomless salad, and I like to take the rolls in with the cargo pants. But the main thing about, about the Lone Star is the liquor. They make a killing mm. on the liquor. I know this. That's how you make I know money. you know liquor. Yeah, I know. I, I, <laughs> king. But, well, uh, but a lot of people, queen. a lot of people were watching FedEx last night because there's this, there's this. I FedEx would say is almost great. Right. So, so all the strategists, Morgan Stanley, J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, say the earnings estimates have to come down. They're too right. high. The market's not. But it's not de-risked. Well, it's, it, it, the, the software companies are being de-risked before our eyes. Right. It's happening right. in the market. Sarah, we, my eyes. They're <laughs> at. Got tickets there. Wait, uh, wait, what? I, want to pl- I wanted to play some sound from what about the Cliff call. No, well, maybe we can do that later. Okay. okay. I- I'm glad you liked that interview. Did you like it? My Anna? daughter loved it. My daughter has never commented on anything, and she said, he was funny. "I think Sarah has someone very smart on, and I, I think I may very have to smart. do what he, he said." He, he pissed off a lot of the meme traders, though. Well, Dared the hell them with to them. Come after I thought Cliff Astis was one of the most important guests that we've had. He was so good that I was and so glad you brought him back. Pounding the table on time. value, which we'll talk Wasn't about a little that bit amazing, later. But what was value? Value is Meta and Amazon. Apparently. Yes. And actually, that's going to go into the rebalancing at the end of the day today. Meta, PayPal, I mean, Netflix. Well, you know, stuff. Dan Schulman. I, I think he feels like it's time. Uh, PayPal CEO. It's time to make a comeback. I thought that Astis was maybe one of the greatest. I don't know how you got him, but I follow him on Twitter. But I, he was. I was spellbound. And then you brought him back for seconds. That was brilliant. Well, I had to get to the private equity bashing because I thought that was original. Anyway, FedEx and the whole earnings theme. We're going to kick into high gear. Nike comes out on Monday, and then we've got the Okay, so Nike, is it de-risked enough? We have 17 price target cuts. A lot of people saying that China can't be that bad. At the same time, you know, we have a CEO who's very smart. John Donahoe. John Donahoe is very smart. You're a fan. Well, they've got a strong dollar, which is hurting. Right. We know that. They've got China, which is not... Fully back. They've got shipping problems and price, but, but they, they what they don't have is they don't have a brand problem, and that has what has served Nike very well. Yes, and there are companies that can that have not. There's been no trade down. Like people are not going and buying. Well, they've got pricing power. They have pricing power. For sure. They're not. People are not switching to Crocs. No. No. Crocs yeah. has come down sharply. Yeah. Well, I have a pair of Crocs. I kind of like the garden in them, it, but they gave them to me these little eagles emojis. Uh, my wife says that they have to be burned. She hates that because they're yeah, ugly? Yeah, but she's worried about the pollution of burning oh. them. But she doesn't want to put them in a landfill either. If you can have, help us on what to do with them, really. I'll figure it out. Yeah, well, they're not, are they rubber? What yeah. are they? Well, that's what Crocs are. They're rubber. Maybe they can be made of, like, I had the guy from Goodyear on. Ohio. Yes. Everything's Ohio. How about Gelsinger trying to save the Chips Act? We didn't talk enough about that. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Can you save it? Well, I... I think that he's putting pressure on them, which it might be a good thing. Well, there's bipartisan support. I don't know why, what the it, issue Meanwhile, is. Zendex. We haven't even brought up we Zendex. Brought, but they, they want me to go to oil now. Because I'll go to oil. oil I, I know oil. I, I know oil. Let's go there. <laughs> there's nothing okay. Oh, how about now. the bogus meeting they had? Was it a bogus meeting? Did anything oh, come no, out I'm of sorry. that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Positive tone was it the was headline. A, everyone too. learned a lot. I thought you were actually pretty scathing yesterday in your well, opening of your show on well, Mad Money. Do you think Money that's because I spent a lot of? Do you think I called? Maybe I called some of these people. And what did they tell you? Because they're they, not saying okay, here's it. Okay, they they're not with. It At loud. the time they were doing their meeting, President Biden was meeting with windmill company. President Don Quixote Biden 
meets with windmill companies. Meanwhile, the most important people in terms of trying to get the price of oil down get the Heisman. They bring in uh, Granholm. They had a plan. Before uh, President Biden uh, said that uh, God, God didn't make the More playoffs and God. Exxon yeah. made the playoffs and didn't realize that Exxon had a big year and God was just so... I mean, how could he have done that? I regard that as sacrilege. Although oil industry is great. Right. Well, no, what, what, what are they going to say? Yeah, it was a super dude for meeting. The president wouldn't see us or have a picture with us. He was busy uh, tilting windmills. I mean, come on. They came in with a with an honest-to-God plan. Oh, God. Oh, sorry again. There we go with Exxon and God. Um, and David, we haven't even mentioned the doc. And they were like... It's at a crossroads. They, they did a lot of teaching. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's a refinery that's about to be closed yeah, by Lyondell Lion, Basel for the needs of a billion dollars because it was built because of Keystone, of which the... The Biden people never even seemed to realize that this whole refinery was to be able to. Well, first it was for Venezuelan oil, but then we kind of put the kibosh on that. Right. Well, it shows but, how, how how easy it is for the capacity yeah. of refining to come out, right. but harder to to build it back up. Well, well right? you need a billion dollars. Nobody, they're going to have to close it because they can't get any buyers. I am telling you that that meeting, it was constructive. <laughs> Sorry. It was actually it, nothing. Nothing comes out of it. Rianne. You're, you speak to a lot of those Europeans. Rien. Rien? What is that? It's French for nothing. Nothing. You know, let me gâteau. You get that one? Let me gâteau. You speak to all those French people. <laughs> In English. After the break, we're going to hit Intel. Jim mentioned delaying its groundbreaking ceremony for that chip facility in Ohio. We've got some new Ohio. details for you. And it all comes back to Ohio. Oh, my God. Can we talk Cleveland? I was with the, I was with the head of Key yesterday. No, we talked with Cincinnati. Taking a look at futures right now, it looks like we're headed Joe for a, a positive start. Yes, the hero yeah. of the hometown, uh, Joe Burrow. He's going to win the Super Bowl next year. Well, aren't you confident? Up 3.3% for the S&P this and week. Oil. That's a change. That, the commodity spill. Has anyone noticed that besides you and me? <laughs> no. Do you think the S stocks are going up because like, it's like they're levitating? The bond, the yields are down, the commodities are down, and all we're talking about is how bad things are? You and I are changing the face of ha- history. we had a rough week, Jim. Yeah. It's, I, love, I love doing this. NASDAQ futures up 111 as well. What's windmill futures? Haven't you? Ask the Biden administration. Yeah, Squawk exactly. on the street, straight ahead. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Sheyi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective? 
is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. It's been a rough month for the semiconductors. Names like Intel, Micron, AMD, NVIDIA, they're all down double digits in June. And speaking of Intel, the company holding off on that groundbreaking ceremony for its Ohio plant, citing uncertainty over CHIPS legislation. They're still committed, Jim, they say, to the investment, to the plant. Well, but, look, they, but to your point, putting some pressure here on lawmakers. Well, I, I had dinner uh, with Pat Gelsinger and lunch with Pat Gelsinger, the CEO of Intel, twice he made the point that Europe wants them too. And uh, he can be fungible. He will go to Europe and spend Isn't the whole money. point, though, we have to reshore the manufacturing, make semiconductors in this country? Well, that's the Don't point. rely on others in but the supply chain? But that's the point. He'll do what he has to do, but he's hoping for an Ohio hub. Remember, he's talking about reinventing the entire rust belt and making it into a you know, semi-belt, whatever. And he told me, listen, if they don't get it together, he expects the business will go to Europe. Libby Cantrell of PIMCO, who follows the politics on this stuff yesterday, told me that it should get done. It's just there's too many names and there's too many iterations of this bill well, right now. Well, maybe we're not doing enough to push it. I wonder if the midterms, though, we have to wait till the catalyst. And if it's, the Republicans wait, take control, then they'll then yeah, we'll see something well, like this Wait pass. for what? Wait to be able to make it so that the Chinese lob a missile at Taiwan? I mean, come on. Taiwan Semi and South Korea are who we leverage. We have mortgaged our defense to those two countries. And Pat Gelsinger knows that. Congress doesn't seem to be aware of it. Uh, they'd rather build bridges to nowhere at an inflationary price because we don't even have construction people. This is the most important defense issue right now if you don't believe in supplying the Raytheon instruments to uh, Ukraine. What about the underperformance of these chip companies? Even yesterday with the NASDAQ of 1%, they were all people, down. Okay, so people feel that hardware can be cut back but not software. Software has these long-term contracts. It's why I think Salesforce is bottom. I think ServiceNow is bottom. I think Microsoft is bottom. But it's very hard. I, I, I had uh, dinner and, and saw, spent a lot of time with Lisa Sue when I was in California. And Advanced Micro was at 92. Having a lot of dinners with chip CEOs. <laughs> well, I have no life. I know. I'm with you. I had dinner with the CEO of Coca-Cola. It's not, <laughs> take that. What did you learn? Did you drink Jack and Coke? Yeah, we did. New, I, had, I, I actually had the Jack and Coke. My wife had the Coke Zero. I happened to have the Diet Coke. I tell you, I had to stop it because I worked today. But it is delicious. Really? Diet yes. Coke? I haven't had that one. In- well, of course not, because you see, I've taken the beat from you. <laughs> we can share. We share. Oh, okay. yeah. Why not share? See, I'm not like David. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight with you. Well, I was talking to Rodney last night about Kroger. <laughs> or it, no, I haven't. I've never, I would never take did Kroger Did you have dinner in Cincinnati? Have I ever been to Cincinnati? Have you? Of course I've been to Cincinnati. I played that I played that card many a time with Rodney, but somehow you guys are thinking of Steve's. Rodney McMullen from Kroger, uh, Kramer's, which didn't do that well. Kramer's, it did do well, actually. The expectations are just crazy on the supermarket chains right now with food inflation. Oh, so you defend Kroger and yeah, Joe Burrow? I spoke to him. Kramer's Mad Dash coming up next as we count you down to the opening bell. Take another look at futures here because it looks like we're building on some gains. The Dow futures up 240. Again, first up week for the month of June. We're still down more than 8% though on stocks for June. More Squawk on the Street when we come right back. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older 
like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Time now for Kramer's Mad Dash as we count down to the opening bell, playing the role of David Faber. Yeah, what have well, you got? We have not talked about the stress tests and what they've meant. And I'm going to give you the bottom line. When I read through all the research, it comes up negative for J.P. Morgan, Bank of America and Citi because they may have to keep their dividends flat. Now, this is not what we wanted to hear. We thought that if everyone passed with flying colors, everybody would be able to boost the dividend. Now, there's another set of stress tests. But I found this to be shocking, and I know other people are very let down because the group has just been so horrendous. Now, the group does report first, but they talk about being de-risked. A lot of people are just worried that in a recession, obviously, they're going to have loan problems. They're not even thinking about how the, the net interest margin is going to be so great. So let's watch these because this is the next group after the semis that the market has turned on. You mentioned that it's, it's all about the now cash return to shareholders. That comes next week buybacks, dividends. So do you think that, that there's, the expectation is, was too high? Yes. On the well, I thought that there was, sure, I thought that everybody could raise dividends. Now, remember, these guys have a book value of, you know, north of 80. Now, not since CalFed, GlenFed during the SNL uh, crisis you think it's too have cheap. I seen such a thing. Something is wrong there. And someone has to say something, okay? This cannot go on. This disparity Either means the book value is wrong or the stock is radically wrong. They're not allowed to, you know, they've been, uh, they stopped buying back shares. We need more info on that. There's a lot to learn about Citi. Now, I don't think Jamie, can, Jamie Dimon, he's not like sure, but um, Jamie Dimon can't be too uh, crazy about where his stock is. And Brian Moynihan's done an unbelievable job. What an insult. Worried about the economy, I guess. Well, maybe it's the Democrat, maybe the Democrats don't uh, like the banks. On they the like flip side, we could see Goldman, Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley. Goldman looks form. good in this. Opening bell coming up just a few minutes away. Don't go anywhere on Spock on the Street. Now, we have lived through 2008 together. This is not like that, correct, in terms of laying off key people in order to be able to make the payroll. Nothing like that. We haven't seen that yet, and who knows what's going to come. But, yeah, we know that there's things out there. You just mentioned one, labor. You, I think you mentioned inflation. You know, we saw what's happening in the stock market. You saw what's happening in foreign exchange. Uh, there's obviously all kinds of different things that are out there. But not recession. No, According to Mark Benioff, not CEO of Salesforce, sitting there with his co-CEO. Yep, and he, with, with Brett Taylor, and he did make the point that in 2008, they laid off, people laid off a lot of salespeople. We're nowhere near that. Instead, they're talking about how they're going to keep inflation down by bringing in more technology, which is very, very positive. Uh, obviously, uh, I think Mark feels the headline pressure. Remember, he came back from Tokyo. You're excellent on the yen. He said that the way— Everything's that, on sale. 
Right. And it, it, he felt like he should buy a house. But the, of course, this is the second largest software company there. And so it, his earnings were crushed by that. Right. And the analysts don't seem to understand, unlike you, that currency matters tremendously. They kind of like, holy cow, he's doing badly. It in always Japan. surprises people. Always. Because it, nobody knows who hedges, how they hedge, when it hits, with the lag. Microsoft also warned about currencies. We're going to see it all over the place right, this time. But the there'll be people is, though, who are not, you know, look, the consumer packaged good stocks. I don't know. But if people should companies get the benefit of the doubt? Because FX is totally out of these companies. Well, control. I say, I did a big show about asterisks. And I said that this could be a giant asterisk, but I think the problem is is that where people have their businesses, like, yes, if you're in Japan, I'll tolerate it, but I don't know about you. It's like the weather. By the way, Fed, uh, Fed Bullard, St. Louis Fed President Jim Bullard, who's very hawkish out this and morning on, on the love. wires, he also pushes back against recession. Too early to have the recession debate, he says. And the Fed can go a lot more on tightening, wants to see... Three and a half percent by the end of this well, year. Look, We're possible. at 150 to 175. It, it, it's certainly possible, but uh, and I noticed, by the way, that Mark mentioned basically the wealth effect. Now the question is: Is the wealth effect effect really the province of wealthy people? And I think that this may be a recession of the wealth. Recession of the wealthy because they have to pay nine hundred thousand dollars for a Toll Brothers bond, house, bond, and maybe they're bought crypto. Look at the opening bells. You just saw at the CNBC real-time exchange. Here at the big board, Brazilian power company Electrobras at the NASDAQ. You've got record label 300 Entertainment celebrating Black Music Month. And it's a sea of green today, Jim. There's been real relief. And and so now you're going to have this debate about whether it's just an oversold bear market rally or if the trends are actually changing. If if inflation has peaked, if we're reading into the commodity moves. We just looked at corn. It's up year to date now. 13 percent. Look, you've got a complex that was supposed to annihilate. Look, we used to come in every day and talk about lumber. All right. Well, then why aren't we now taking, let's say, buy Home Depot? By Lowe's. You get another good gardening weekend. I think Marvin Ellison's doing quite well. Ted Decker. I, I actually think, by the way, that the, again, that the cloud stocks may be de-risked. Uh, we're beginning to get a serious bounce in the Zooms of the world. Anything that's de- been de-risked, Sarah, has a shot here. Coming back. And you got to see oil. Maybe the oil stock's bottom. I mean, they've been amazing. The hedge funds. So oil's up today. It's actually starting at the top of the market. And it always a starts up and then goes down. 1.6%. Every sector's green. Uh, consumer discretionary is the sort of least best right now in the market. And in that, I wanted to ask you about Twitter because you sat with Brett Taylor. He's oh, yeah. obviously the chair of the board yeah. of Twitter going through all this drama on the deal with Elon Musk. Did you, did you get anything out of him on that? Well, you know, I tried. I brought this section of, of his book, of, of Mark's book, where he wanted to buy Twitter. Uh, I'll tell you what he did say. He gives you the impression that the Twitter turn could be real. Remember, he's not going to violate any of the stuff. He, like I want, of course, I throw up the Elon thing because I'm a reporter and that's what you do. But uh, yep. he, we, we why don't we have sound. a, a, a soundbite? We have the sound. Let's listen. Not a lot I can say because of the transaction going on, so can't speak much beyond the proxy statements. But I'll tell you, I think Twitter is more relevant now than it's ever been. You can see the world events taking place on it, culture being defined on it, music. I just watched the NBA Finals where my Warriors won, and NBA Twitter is amazing. So I'm just incredibly grateful to be a part of the service. Tell Brett that finance Twitter is better than NBA Twitter. Well, all right, well, um, I talked to Brett. I, I will tell you that uh, the, you, you know, there's some very good film. It's starting to get better, Twitter. Now, of course, 
what I wanted to ask Brett was, what's it like to be tortured every day by, by Elon? But uh, Brett is a process guy. I can't believe that they have the luxury of having one of the finest CEOs. Brett is amazing. And he is running the process. But he also is very close to Twitter. I mean, this is a, this is a chairman who's very close to how Twitter's doing. Uh, we, t- we, did, we both think the, the world of, of Ned Siegel, who is, you know, Ned, Ned's been having to deal with Elon getting all the data about how many accounts are bogus. And I think it's important to point out that when uh, Elon sat down with Ned, or his people sat down, they found the same number of bogus accounts that everybody said, and no more. 5%. And then subsequently, Elon said there, there are far more, which is bad for the case that he may have against him for specific performance to buy it. So uh, Elon's been... So would you tell people to buy the stock because it's so far down from the deal price now? Yeah, I would. Arbitrage? I think that I think that Twitter's got a number of features that are going to make it better, and particularly direct-to-consumer, but also entertainment. Uh, I think that they're... Look, they've been under the gun, and they, they've had very bad quarters. You know that the cash flow is going down quarter after quarter after quarter. I think they might have... not users much it, either. Users. Well, yeah, I mean, they've been down. What happens if they turn? Uh, and they do have an election. They're doing much better on sports. Mm-hmm. Look, do I think it... Look, I mean, it goes to 35 if he walks away, and it can, it can... I think that they may have a better quarter than people realize. They have many things in the pipe uh, that I think can actually make things a little better, but they're no, they're no Zuckerberg. Right. I was There's no metaverse here. There's no metaverse so here. So that, that was actually one of the, I would say, you, you said Cliff Asnes. That was one of the most important interviews of the week, what you did with Mark Zuckerberg, who we don't hear from much. He gave you a view in the metaverse. Do we what have? What do you think? Do we have, do we have some sound of, of Zuckerberg? Do we because have proof the, the of concept? Co- because the company, the stock went up yesterday. I, I noticed well, for, yeah, for a change. Group, the whole group is, it's having a big move today. Here's, I think, let me just stretch, give you exactly what I think is happening. Reels is doing better than the analysts think. They should be revising their forecast. But the problem is he's not trying to monetize aggressively Reels yet. And it's harder to monetize than just traditional. But it is taking share from TikTok. And I believe that when we see the TikTok numbers versus Reels, we're going to be shocked to see how much better Reels is. That's going to be incredible. I've talked with him many, many times about how much better Reels is. Uh, it, and that's artificial intelligence getting better and better. The metaverse itself, every single day, a new company or many new companies come in and say, listen, we want to, be, we want to participate. There are many creators. Remember, he, you write for the metaverse, and he's not taking a cut until 2024, unlike, say, Apple. Now, is he a changed person? I got a little pushback from Mark. Uh, from Mark Benioff, member who called him cancer. Cigarettes. Yeah, I, maybe it would be he'd be more like Jewel now. Which is you know, Mark's appeal. friendly with Jewel. Mark. I sat next to Jewel. Benioff. Yeah, not the J U U L kind, oh, but Jewel the, the actual singer. Jewel. We had, and as he put it out, we had the same address once because we both oh, lived once. in our cars. I we lived in your cars. By the way, Meta is up 2.4%. And this is still a stock that's about well, the, 60% well, off its high. And now the, it's going to go into Russell Value at the end of the day today. It, the fact that that's a value stock selling at 17 By the way, he's buying stock back hand over fist. Mm-hmm. Nobody even seemed to care. I mean, nobody even no, listened to what he had to say. Because growing, and there are signs that maybe users... Well, but, but Reels could reignite, and he's doing this 10-year project for Metaverse. I think he's far ahead of what people realize. But nobody's looking at 10-year now. We're worried about recession and rising rates and... 
Well, maybe we should be worried lease. about the future and what could happen and whether he has spent a lot of time, by the way, on parental controls before he even started this, said he admitted he had learned his lesson from what happened earlier. Uh, you know, people think he's not smart. And I can tell you that that's not that true. He, yeah. That, that, let's put that in the not true category. I think it's just that he has a hard time defending the company. From I think that issues. that's changed. I think if you listen to him in that interview, all the things that he said, well, he's wooden and he's met, it's all nonsense. He had some it's rough test- fun. testimonies. It's let's quite fun. You know, he has green eyes. He has green eyes? Really green eyes. Like you, when, you learned that well, in the Well, we were in the metaverse in and we were high-fiving. Yeah. I said, man, what's with the green eyes? I have green eyes. And he, well, no, you weren't in the metaverse with I wasn't me. in the metaverse. No, he wasn't wearing I have a red real jacket. Life. Okay, well, <laughs> all right, well, okay, that answers that question. FedEx, Jim, up 7.4% at the top of the S&P 500. This stock now is only down less than 6% for the year. They get, the volumes were, shipment volumes were lower, the but they still got boost. pricing power. The dividend boost matter. That, that helped early on. Right. In now, the, Cincinnati's the near Kentucky where, they, you know, they're... There you go. Tennessee. Our airport no, is yeah. in northern Kentucky, in fact. Is it really? So can I tell you what? So you, re- you listened to the call or read the call. Yeah. How many times did the executives say revenue quality? That is the new, that is like the new transitory from the Fed. I think we have, I, we have, we have a soundbite from the conference call. Let's listen from FedEx. We have economic projections today out there, and we, you know, some of those uh, projections uh, may come down. And we are prepared for that. And uh, what we are prepared to pull some levers here. We're already moving, making sure that uh, significant cost controls and we're operating in a, in a very uh, constrained environment from that perspective. But we will adjust networks. We'll adjust take down you know, flights as required. We'll just you know, match the uh, capacity to, 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 to demand. And uh, that's the beauty of having a big network is we're able to flex up and down. We have demonstrated that historically as well. And uh, so, yeah, there's a range of outcomes that we are ready to deal with. We are definitely not assuming a prolonged, deep recession. That's not what we are assuming here. On the macros, not a prolonged, deep recession, though there was plenty of talk of weakness that no, they're but, seeing in shipments. But how about how he has matured? This is first quarter. Yeah. yeah. With, you know, when Fred Smith, he was always on with the Fred Smith calls, and I always thought that he was uh, very, very cerebral. But this was a very take action quarter. And there are a lot of people who are betting against this quarter, saying the stock had gone up enough after the change. I think this one could go for a real run because I, I think it's a much more cheap, cheaper than UPS. And if they can get what Europe What if the global together, economy keeps slowing? Look, we got to stop with this idea that the, that the whole economy is slowing. We have to think through this now. Because we've had this commodity decline and because the we've talked ourselves into a, a, a terrific recession here. Truce, Russia, China coming Huge. together. End of job hop. Fed goes to three. Housing prices go back two years. What do they want? That they would want, be what the Fed wants. We can wants. have 5% unemployment. I know Larry Summers is out. I think we should go to 5% unemployment as a benchmark. Larry Netflix, Summers Netflix is like, off it's like a shadow government. He is. And now the president is talking to him. We yeah. know President Biden. I, it's interesting to see FedEx versus UPS with UPS outperforming for so long until now this new Carol move. Tomei the activists did. are in there and FedEx yeah, with well, a good Yeah, well, Carol had an excellent quarter, and I think the stock is undeserving of that. Plus, she got the two-year extension to that contract, which people are worried about. I think UPS is buy here. 
I think that FedEx sounded a lot like UPS on the call yesterday when Raj was talking about the the revenue quality, picking the customers that make the Remember most money. Remember that's what Carol Tomei she said? Did that two years ago. We're done with losing right. money. By the way, the people who say they're done with losing money tend to be. And you know who's really done with losing money? is Jim Farley at, at, Ford. at Ford. He has had it with the money loss. He closed a very important plant in Germany. No one noticed. Do you know what it's like to close a plant in Europe? Remember the late, the uh, no, Klaus Kleinfeld, he's late of yeah. Alcoa. I remember him trying to close plants in Europe, and it's like you got to stand on your head and say, listen, I'm sorry, and do all this other stuff. But I think Ford, which is not going to have a great quarter because they have, obviously, they can't make all the cars they would like in trucks, but they have tremendous demand. And by the way, Mary Barra is doing a better job than people realize, but she has China, and they're not selling any cars in China. Now, she sold 600,000 cars in the first quarter. And you know, they're people just go right to the Fed and what's going to happen with demand. Look, we're we're curbing demand. What I am saying is that we're not going to have a doozy of a recession. I think we're going to have a recession, but the recession is going to be limited to certain cohorts because the job growth is so great that it's going to be very hard to have the jobless. But is it going to be with the consumer? Because we're a consumer economy and that's what matters. Well, I mean, look, if you want to, what do you want to shop for? Everything's, Everything's on sale. Whether it be hard goods, apparel, everything's on sale. Well, that's good. That's disinflationary. That, that's what we need. Look, the mall. I mean, I was talking to Contour. The mall. Anything Gene, in the Gene Brand. Gene, yes, Wrangler, Lee and Wrangler. Wrangler. Yeah, everything in the mall is for sale. Now that's quite a change. I'm telling you that we have to recognize that a lot of what's happened since November has really trickled in the economy. Now, Jay Powell is. You know, a lot of people feel he's a lightweight, and I, I, I defend him tooth and nail. I am the only person. I, I don't think he defends himself as well as I do, but I think he's going to win this battle. And, you know, he was hectored yesterday, and he handled it very well. Yeah, the Republicans say he was too late. The Democrats say he's doing too much. Can't, can't get it right. Well, I mean, yeah, look, nobody's perfect. It's like Joey Brown at the end of Some Like It Hot. Bash and Lom, I know you've been watching this stock because there's a bit of a change in leadership. What do we need to know? Uh, we want to know how upset Carl Icahn really is. They bring in Paulson. Remember, there's a, there's two. There's Bausch and Loam with the plus sign. And there's Bash Health. And Bausch uh, Health has been bashed uh, because a lot of people feel Joe Pop has not been able to do what's necessary. It's the BHC kind that we should focus on because it's been one of the great disasters of our time. Uh, when the company came on, uh, company came on Mad Money, this time was in the 20s, and I bought the Kool-Aid. And Got it. So it's Bash Health naming John Paulson. The I think hedge that fund matters. Yes, the and uh, Joe Popper resigns Joe immediately. Uh, now Joe is going to stay at uh, at Bash Plus. Uh, well, but it is. Uh, we have to see what Icon wants to do. Everyone's taking a beating in this one. This is just horrendous. And I text Joe every day. Then. Let's hope you know nothing. You can't get anything. It's a uh, you know violative. But John Paulson. It's That's up a great reputation. Right now. Excuse me? It's up almost 10% right well, now. Well, have you seen the stock? It's getting a little bit. Have you seen the bonds? It's down the, about the, the 75% in the last year. The 2025 bonds are trading as <laughs> if the company's going to go bankrupt. Yeah. They do have a very important uh, decision coming down for one of their biggest drugs. It's going to come down this summer. Uh, and I'm, I, I'm going to hold back by just calling it a disaster. I'm not going to go in further. 
Speaking of healthcare, I wanted to also look at Merck today because... 92, Merck can't be stopped. Merck and Seagen. It can't be stopped. And I told I that they're even closer to a deal. Oh, that's, I picked, predicted on Tuesday. I All said right. it right here with David Faber. He said, what do you know? And I said, I know this is what's going to happen. Then the journal picks it up, doesn't credit me at all, and then it's went off to the races. Like, I know right, nothing. So the journal follows Jim, saying that they're close well, to the Because I know Dr. Siegel. You know, when he got bounced for uh, unclear, for ill-advised actions, and no one came in, and Merck had the stake, and the anti-cancer franchise would be a tremendous addition to what Merck has. It would be amazing. Merck could go to 100, even though they'd have to pay a lot of money for CGen. I think that deal could happen very soon. Yeah, market value for this company is over $30 billion. That's very big. But remember, these two companies, Merck and Pfizer, they got to put money to work. Pfizer bought Biohaven, which is an amazing. I, t- I popped a Biohaven this morning. So you like you like it? You like it for Merck? Yeah, I had to pump in p- pipe. Uh, you know, I took a Neurotech. Neurotech within five minutes got rid of my migraine. Now really? your sister has uh, migraines. Sister has does migraines. she use Neurotech? She does not use Neurotech. Okay, well that's ridiculous. I'd write a prescription for her if I were if I only played a doctor in real life. We're showing the correct Bausch chart here. I was told we were showing now, the this, wrong Bausch. Yeah, this is what As matters, we, okay? It's hard, this is the Paulson one. Yes, this um, is the one You moving. can see the longer term, where I got snuck, where I, I, I showed some, uh, oh my God, Jewel, where cool. I showed some in, uh, ill-advised decision-making. But this is good. It's the beginning of the comeback. And remember, they have the lawsuit, and they have the, the bonds do trade. If you look at the bonds from 2025, the bonds are trading as if the company will go, will go bankrupt. And I don't think it will, but it was it 30? You might steal that. We haven't heard from Icon in a while on that one. No, this is Brett's on the board. Uh, they own a chunk. I think the idea that they're going to let that stay, have that stock stay there is just ludicrous. Should we, we talk, talk about Jewel? Yeah. Jewel? Asking the court to block the FDA ban on its e-cigarettes. Of course, the FDA dealing a pretty big blow yeah. to Jewel, pulling its e-cigs from the, from the U.S. market because... They say that the that it's not good for you. And now Jewel's going to come out and say that this is uh, an order was extraordinary and unlawful in a court filing. Well, I so mean, we'll see you know, the U.S. Court out. of Appeals may be in favor of death by cancer from lung cancer. I don't know that court that well. Um, they see they're very even-handed, uh, but I think there is incontrovertible evidence that Jewel. See, I when I I try, I don't smoke, but when they had those great gummy flavors like watermelon. I thought they may have been uniquely uh, 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 set to appeal to children, the watermelon. Literally, they had a, that, that was the big market. The watermelon the was team. great. I remember when my wife, Lisa, she's on the board of uh, Bucknell, the Student Life Committee, she would confiscate these, and they had all sorts of great flavors that appealed to younger people. Which is, you is don't it, want. As a parent, you don't want that. No, I mean, and maybe, I mean, when I, met, when I met with the guy who ran Jewel, and he gave me the big spiel, and I said, my conclusion is you must quit tomorrow. And that the watermelon flavor was a, was a no-fly zone with me. Yeah, we'll watch Altria. They had a lot a of great fruit again. flavors. And now I don't, but they weren't aimed at children. No, they say that. Yeah. They just appealed to them. Quickly, I want to hit Carnival as well, because the stock the, is the moving. Quarter would, they like the did, quarter? Did you look at the Carnival? Did they it like the quarter? It's up. It's been down. Well, it's a, a meme lot. stock. So it's so the meme. It's... Remember when Royal Caribbean was a meme stock? <laughs> Royal Caribbean was a meme. Royal Caribbean Norwegian cruise. The meme people used to go to work at four a.m. to paint the tape and make All it look good. All the sufferers, good. yeah. And they lost a lot. How are those meme people doing? Do we have the Cliff Astons t- tape? I don't know if we have the tape, but basically, 
he dared them to come at him on AMC, said he had a tiny short position. And then AMC fell another 7% yesterday. So I guess they couldn't Well, the uh, mean people, I mean, at GameStop, him. look, you could argue that even though the site, look, even Best Buy says the gaming cycle is running to its conclusion. By the way, we'll talk to Arnold Donald, the Carnival CEO at, at Closing Bell. Oh, my it, God. It was a weaker quarter, and without Will. Weaker demand. Without Will. Without Wilfred. Interesting. Did you just notice that? No, oh. no, no. I just remember the Wilf interview where he got his name wrong. Oh, I don't remember that. He got a lot of people's names wrong. You don't remember that? It was that? his accent, mostly. mostly. Well, what did it was, he call him? What was, he, uh, what was his best one? Logart. Logart. Who I thought was the person who ran the Europe stuff you interviewed. <laughs> yeah, all the Logarts on the S&P. Right. A reminder, you can get in on the CNBC Investing Club with Jim, of course. Sign up and find out more. CNBC.com slash join the club or just point your phone right there at the QR code on the screen and it will take you straight there. Before we go to break, we'll do a bond report here. Let's see how treasuries are faring this morning. We saw a big slide in yields this week. That, that was the talk of Wall Street. A little bit higher today, but look at that. Three point one almost. We were at 349 at Darton, 10 six, days and ago. And Darton, six price target cuts and it's up two bucks. There we go. That's called de-risking. Things are turning. You and I are going to go to Lone Star. We're going to take our respectives and you're going to have one of their bloodies with me. We'll do, a little, we'll do brunch. Two-year yield right above 3%. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Time now for Stop Trading. We Jim. haven't mentioned Tesla today, and that's a mistake. Credit Suisse is saying, look, they're going to miss the quarter of China COVID issues. Uh, this is one of what I call a football stock. Every analyst every day has to make a comment about it. Uh, I remain bullish on Tesla and just think that if, they, if the Chinese would decide to go with, with uh, BioNTech, then we'd be sitting here talking about how China's on fire. That also could turn oil around. We don't want, certainly want that if you're J-PAL. No, no mention of that yet, though. Tesla's had a good week, up 11%, still yeah. down 30 this year. No, I mean, because the interest rates are, are going lower. Tesla's a play on rates, not what, on these silly analysts. What's on that tonight? Okay, so I, I like to have an inflation hedge stock now. I, I, I do Vici, which is, uh, I came and call you know, conquer Vici. Not the fortune favors the bold, but that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, five, I'm trying to get a little industrial America because industrial America is doing poorly right now in terms of the stock market. Gosh, and vg has got a 5% yield. People are desperate for yield. Desperate. Once again, congratulations on an interview that my daughter actually said was good. I'm honored. Thank you. She said, Dad, that was so good. Do you think Great. you can get him? We I said, no, him. that's Sarah's person. Thank you. We're going to be right back with the markets rallying here. Every sector in the S&P right now is higher, and we are on track to break a three-week losing streak. We'll be right back here on Squawk on the Street. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools.